got Shane Morrison on the show today. This is, uh, I'll meet you in the lobby lockdown, not in the, in the uh, lobby, unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 time that we're going through at the moment. But we've got Shane Morrison. She's a sleep specialist and co-founder of the Goodnight Co. Um, and we're going to speak to Shay today, not only about um, the Goodnight Co, but we're also going to speak to her about um, sleeping during this stressful time. How are you, Shay? I'm really well, Jacinta. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's uh, great to join you today because obviously we are in such a different time um, to our normal lives and definitely um, over here at the Goodnight Co we've um, been getting lots of requests and um, questions about how people can sleep better with the stress and anxiety that's going on at the moment. Exactly, exactly. So first of all um, we'll, we'll speak about that and what I want to know is um, what sort of, can you talk us through like the trends you were seeing presently with um, people's sleep patterns because people are going through a lot of anxiety at the moment, obviously losing their jobs and their businesses. And um, what do you, what do you, what can you um, suggest there? Yeah, I think that um, definitely one of the trends that we're seeing at the moment um, around sleep is linked to stress and anxiety. A lot of the time stress and anxiety is, is one of the major causes of people suffering with sleeping issues. Um, so that's of no surprise. And I think that what tends to happen when you are feeling a bit more stressed and anxious, um, you find it harder to fall asleep. And then often you might wake in the middle of the night with a racing mind and um, find it difficult to go back to sleep. So they're definitely the two areas um, that people are struggling with at the moment. And does that differ um, between men and women or is it the same for everybody, do you think? Yeah, there's no hard and fast research exactly on the, the, the difference for men and women when it comes to stress and anxiety and sleep. Definitely men and women have different sleeping patterns because of our hormones. Um, but I think that, you know, right now with the particular um, COVID-19 and what's happening in the world, that it's really just the feeling of um our cortisol levels being increased and causing that stress and racing mind. Yeah, so stress, um, does like the stress cause insomnia, do you think? Yeah, definitely. I, it's, it's funny, stress and insomnia can be interlinked and it's the sort of the chicken and egg scenario a little bit. Does stress cause insomnia? Does insomnia cause stress? Um, certainly it's very much, as with most things, an individual response. Um, you know, if you're not getting enough sleep and you're not feeling well rested, um, you know, you're not getting your six to eight hours and if it's not good quality sleep, so the quality of your sleep is actually really important as well, just to make sure that we're, um, cycling through the different stages throughout the night. Um, and certainly, you know, getting a good night's sleep really helps with lowering our cortisol, our fight and flight response. So it is a chick, it's, a, it's a chicken and egg scenario. So if we were getting better sleep, would we feel less stressed and anxious? If we were less stressed and anxious, would we get better sleep? And I think that there's probably a combination of both. So at the moment, um, we know like the norm has changed significantly with the, the past couple of weeks and, um, and people are, you know, working from home and um, 
going out less, which is driving me bananas. <laughs> um, what could you suggest, you know, can you suggest how we can get in, get back into a good routine? Because some people, some people are routined and, and can stick to it. I mean, for me, I work from home a lot, so I, I've got that normal routine, but I know there are people out there really struggling with it. Yeah, look, I think that um, now is such a great time to really address routine. So one of the key messages uh, at the Goodnight Co that we are trying to encourage people with is to look at setting um, a really good, consistent nighttime routine and also a morning routine. So your morning routine can be just as important as your nighttime routine. And setting the day up, you know, we've got such a, a good amount of space and time now. So all of that commute time that a lot of people had or, you know, for me, I used to drop my children off to school and pick them up but as well on the way into work. So, you know, I've got a lot more time back on my hands. So being able to have some time and space to create a new routine if you um, and if you don't have one, Starting now is a great time to be doing that. So I, we can't stress enough having a consistent, consistency is the key. So in the mornings, you know, it might be that when you're waking up, just to take a minute before you jump on your phones and devices, mm. just take a minute just to sit and think and take a couple of deep breaths um, and think about what your day is going to look like and how you can impact your day and have a great day today. Um, you know, writing a list of two or three things that you might be grateful for. It really helps to shift your mindset, getting sunlight. So fresh air and some sunlight is the best thing you can do to really help um, set your circadian rhythm for the day. Um, so, you know, doing these things, you know, I definitely recommend being hydrated. So hydration is so important. So I love um, lemon in hot water in the mornings or warm water, you know, and starting your day off with those things rather than reaching straight away for the, ca the caffeine hit can really help set up your day to feel less stressed and anxious and feel like you're in control of your day. And then as you move through your day, thinking about things that you could be doing to create some mindfulness. So again, just if you're working from home and you've got the opportunity to just stepping outside for five minutes, getting some fresh air, getting that sunlight, getting into nature can really help reduce our cortisol levels. And then as we move into the evening routine, one of my favourite things to consider is really thinking about light. So light has such a big impact on the release of melatonin. And if we're not in a dark-ish environment, then that can be really um, damaging for us in the preparation lead up to um, sleep. So dimming the lights is a great technique after dinner. Okay, that's great. So uh, also, how many hours of sleep, uh, how many hours of sleep should we have a night, do you think? Look, all the research points to six to eight hours is really what we need to be getting. I know that, um, you know, if you read any of the documentaries that Netflix, put, um, you know, has out in the market, it's all around sleep is actually their biggest competitor. So it's not Stan and it's not um, any other, you know, um, Foxtel or anything. It's actually sleep because they want us binge watching their programs and their shows. And I think that that's definitely having an impact for people. Um, and but six to eight hours is what we need to be getting because we need that time for our body to recover. 
Absolutely. Um, also, just I would like to talk more about your brand also, um, The Goodnight Co. How did it all come about for you? Uh, so I have a co I'm a co-founder with uh, Danielle, who's also one of my old school friends. And uh, we started the brand over five years ago when we had just had our youngest children um, and looking for an opportunity. Both of us, um, while we had, uh, had had good sleep, it's certainly an area for me that I was always really interested in, health and, um, health and science. Yeah. And, um, you know, so when, when you have children uh, and babies, obviously your sleep routines can be thrown out of whack. And so it was really about how are we going to get the, get the right balance and get really good sleep to be able to maintain um, what we're trying to do. So that was, you know, first of all, we started with some silk products, which were probably a little bit more on the, what we say, fluffy side of things around, you know, not, not hugely scientific. Um, and then really quickly moved into researching areas with science-based um, formulas, which then led us down the path of supplements and aromatherapy, um, essential oil diffusers and things like that. And how did you um, identify a niche in the market um, at the time? What, what was the um, unique selling points of your product? So we, yeah, it's an interesting one. We, um, we have, were actually really lucky to um, join Ariana Huffington. So she had just written in 2014, uh, 2015, mm -hmm. she had launched a new book, The Sleep Revolution. So she was on this big journey around identifying the fact that in the corporate world, it's not all about coming out and living on four hours of sleep a night. It's actually, it's very detrimental, detrimental to our health and well-being. So she had launched a book, The Sleep Revolution, which we partnered with her on um, throughout the United States. And then we were one of two Australian brands with Kiki K um, that participated in a pop-up in Soho for six weeks um, over Christmas. Okay. Um, yeah. And so that was sort of where our turning point around where we really started identifying that sleep was becoming uh, um, such a, a big issue for, uh, for the world. What's your, um, your top selling product um, at the Goodnight Co? You, I believe you've got deep sleep drops and they're pretty unique. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, so our deep sleep drops are a homeopathic-based formula. Um, I've been using homeopathy for probably about the last well, 15 years and get really good. I see very good benefits in it. So we formulated um, some deep sleep drops and it is by far our number one selling product. And um, we just get so many people that have really severe sleeping issues that send us in reviews to say that, you know, they're now getting a full six to eight hours sleep a night. They've never felt better. They can stop taking prescription medication. Um, so, yeah, it's been really successful. How do you stop people um, uh, imitating the product? Look, I just think that if people want to imitate, there's not a lot you can do. Um, you know, we, we certainly have claimed that space early on in the market and, um, you know, I think that our formula, obviously our formula is, is our formula. Uh, I'm sure that people can imitate, but good luck to them. <laughs> Fair enough. And um, the Goodnight Co is a, a digi digitally um, native uh, brand and it continues to be your primary sales channel. Um, what are your thoughts on, on channel diversification? 
channel diversification, sorry. <laughs> um, look, I think that we've had really great success in the digital space and it's certainly an area that we want to continue and grow in. Um, as we develop as a brand, um, I'm sure that there will be other opportunities that will be presented to us and we're always open to looking at um, whatever is put forward um, that people can recommend that are going to get us a great result. Okay. Um, also, what's just a, another few questions before we, we wind up, but what would be one thing that you help, like to, you could suggest we could um, sort of change our, sorry, let me just start again, Shay. <laughs> what would be one small thing we could change tonight to make a difference uh, to our sleep? Look, I think that the one thing that you can consider is what we spoke about earlier, and that is if you don't have a routine, start one. And if you do have a routine and you're not happy with it, then make some changes, you know, and really identifying and writing down and committing to what your morning and your nighttime routine are going to look like will just put you ahead of everything else. And do you agree with naps throughout the day? some people can't even nap like I, I'm not a napper I can't nap but I know I know so many people that do have you know a nano nap in the afternoon does that affect your sleep throughout the night there's a lot of there's a lot of science around the pros and the cons um to say that it does and it doesn't work I, I'm a firm believer that it, it sleep is a very personal thing it is so, so personalized that we can't interpret what is good for one is good for all um, if you look at the um, lots of different cultures in our community uh, siestas are a big play a big role in that I am a napper um, I'm somebody who can um, have a 20 minute nap and feel amazing so I think that if, if you're somebody who is really missing out on sleep and uh, you find that napping works for you then go ahead and do it Fair enough. That sounds good. And I, I suppose also another thing that I'd thought of was sometimes partners, like your partner will go to bed at a different time than you. How do you sort of get over that side of things too? Because that can be, for me, sometimes I could be asleep at, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock and then, you know, they wander in at about midnight or something, you know, and it's, it, it can be quite disturbing to your sleep. I can find I can get a couple of hours sleep. And, uh, and then I'm wide awake once, you know, you've woken up sort of around that midnight, especially midnight to one o'clock. I think that can be quite hard. It must be hard for people who have got a partner that does night shift or, you know, shift work. Um, what do you suggest there? I'm going to be really controversial here. Okay? The best thing you could do is to sleep in diff different bedrooms. And, uh, you know, I know that that sounds really extreme, but if you really value your sleep and if it's, Definitely, if it's a consistent thing, then I would consider um, separate bedrooms. Um, but if that's not possible and that's not something you want to do, then it's really sitting down and talking to the person who is coming to bed later and explaining to them that it really does interrupt your sleep and that come up with some um, strategies like not turning a light on, only using um, a torch or, you know, a dim light that you can find um, because the minute that you turn that light on, that's just totally interfering with your melatonin levels. So it is going to have an impact. Um, yeah. So staying really dim, perhaps the person who's in bed already can use a, a sleep mask of some description. Um, and, you know, having the conversation, I think, is just the important thing about how that impacts your sleep because it's not impacting them. 
Mm, mm, exactly right. Um, just one last thing, Shay. What's your um, thoughts on depression? People, uh, there'd be a lot of people that are possibly experiencing depress- depression at the moment um, with, you know, the loss of jobs uh, and also just the anxiety about when is this all going to get back to normal again, you know, with, um, with our current landscape. It's, it's a really difficult one. What, how does depression sometimes, would, would that impact on your sleep? Because there, there'd be a lot of people out there no doubt feeling quite depressed at the moment. Definitely. I think depression definitely a big role in that. Um, I think that if you are feeling any signs of depression, that it's really important that you speak to your health practitioner. So whether that's your doctor or a naturopath or somebody that you um, are in regular contact with and talk to them about some strategies. Um, Certainly some of the things that we've off around stress and anxiety apply so really looking at coping mechanisms um, to throughout your day that you can look at reducing the feelings that you have around being stressed or anxious so understanding what the triggers are identifying them and then working out some coping strategies whether that be breathing or some meditation or some mindfulness to help lower your cortisol levels so that you can feel calm again and feel in control of your emotions um, it might even be if you're not if you're not happy to go and speak to somebody about it um, trying to talk to a loved one a friend or you know a family member someone that you can share that burden or um, overload with to help to help try and get through it but it can definitely play a role in um, our ability to fall asleep or that as we said earlier about waking up in the middle of the night and having that racing mind which is linked to depression and anxiety so identifying it and trying to find some ways to cope with it are really important that's great advice um one last thing I was going to ask, um, your products, where can, where can, they, where, where can our listeners um, find them online? Is that right? Yes, or we're, we're, online. we're online at thegoodnightco.com.au um, and you can also check us out at, um, on Instagram and Facebook as well. Fantastic. Well, thanks for your time, Shay. Really appreciate it. Um, there's some really good advice there and, um, and we, we look forward to hopefully speaking to you again soon. Lovely. Thanks, Jacinta. Stay stay safe. You too. Thank you. Thank you for your time.